What's going on, man? Dude, all right. I wanted to start this nicely, but I can't tell if this comment is trolling or if it's serious. So we've got several topics we want to talk about today. Most of them are fun and, and silly and whatever. But one of the ones that we came across was, well, one of the ones I came across was on Kotaku that apparently Fortnite is currently filled with racist AI-generated images. And they're having wars, which are basically racist named wars, like Jamaica Zone, Africa Zone, uh, racial slur for black people zone, um, all kinds of stupid stuff. One of the... And, and the pictures that the, the AI is generating is like stereotype stuff. So there's like a, a Mexican guy with a sombrero and a taco and like a black guy with fried chicken and watermelon. And one of these, one of the people, the very first comment that I see is, I suspect part of the issue is that if you hadn't explained some of these offensive stereotypes to me just now, I wouldn't have even spotted them in the mix. Today, I learned that fried chicken is somehow offensive in certain contexts. There's no way. That's, that's got to be a troll comment. And he said he goes on to say, I mean, sure, maybe that's offensive to a subculture, but is it bad enough to need to moderate or just comedy in somewhat poor taste? Where exactly do we draw the line here? These all read as exaggerated caricature to me. The, um, you know, and there's a, a thing in there that, uh, not a few hours ago, they put out an update, Epic being the uh, parent to Fortnite. Discriminatory, uh, discriminatory content, regardless of how it is created, has no place in Fortnite and is a violation of our island creator rules. Creators who violate these guidelines face enforcement actions up to and including permanent account and monetization bans. So they're on to it. I mean, well, I don't know. I mean, good. But they're going to be doing with it though i i'm surprised it got this far yeah exactly wow. and they they said that they've already addressed or they have and themselves have said over a hundred but yeah well uh jamaica zone jamaica zone wars was created and released on december 30th last updated january 10th so yeah, it's, and it's still there and i believe that's the one that says is that the one where let me look in this article it shows it uh yeah 35,000 active players on January the 5th yeah <laughs> that's crazy so, you know it's not like it's not like this shit's just getting posted like it's been there no, for a while no. now no and, and, that, and that's so many players just on the Jamaica one Right, that they con they put it that in context in this uh, article, um, that that would be in the top forty on Steam DB, and puts it above games like Tekken Eight, Stardew Valley, and Red Dead Redemption Two. So, right. and <laughs> those insane. And those aren't like games that no one's playing. No, no, no. Uh, they're Red Dead Redemption Two, Stardew Valley, and you know they all have their own popular followings. You know, so yeah. Right. That's yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. But yeah, so, so a lot of yeah, a lot of these pictures are all just uh it's just it's all AI generated and again it's um there's no control really is is what's going on. Right. Uh, you know, so they're going to have to they're going to have to figure that out. 
So let's let's move on to another intentionally um I won't say offensive because it's it's definitely not or, well, I mean I don't find it offensive. I think it's hilarious, but something else that another developer's doing um to kind of you know poke the bear a little bit. So Pal World, which we've talked about a couple times now. Mm-hmm. Um so over the weekend, it was announced that they had come out with an actual mod set that put real life, like, well, real life. I shouldn't say real life Pokemon, but it put like actual Pokemon, we, you know, into the game. The ones that we're all familiar with. Right. Like Pikachu and, and everything else. Um, instead of like the AI vaguely changed Pokemon that were already in the game. Right. Right. Well. They got a they got an NDA or a DCMA DMCA takedown, and they got so they had to take that down. And now they've decided to come out. Well, this this modder, I should say, it's not actually Pal World that's doing this. It's not their their developers. Um, so these people put, and they're called legally distinct pocket creatures. Definitely not Pokemon. (laughs) (laughs) Great. And so instead of Oddish, who is essentially a little onion with a face on it that runs around, um, that's not in the game anymore. What is in the game is a potted plant that is an onion with eyes that runs around. So legally distinct. It's a whole new creature. It's, It's a potted plant. Um, instead of Piplup, who is a, a little cutesy kawaii blue penguin, uh, we have blue penguin. Um, you might be asking what happened to Pikachu and Pikachu, I can tell you is 100% not in the game. Uh, what is in the game, however, is yellow rat. Yeah, I see that. Yeah. yeah so yellow I, rat. I see the um, pokey, the pokeball is a box. Yeah. It's it looks like a beanbag, like that you would play cornhole with, or it could be a cube. Maybe it's a pokey cube. Um, so instead of Flareon, which is in which is an evolution of Eevee, much loved, it's from the very first generation. Uh, no, we have Firefox, which is actually a realistically modeled fox that's literally on fire. <laughs> so. It's and then the the boss fight is the DMCA notice. Yeah, that's that's so. yeah. This is um I don't know I don't know how to take it. It's you know what I guess yeah like you said they're poking the bear on this one. Um, it's that's wild you know, absolutely yeah. wild. So, in addition to this. So remember, um, remember when everybody was obsessed with Animal Crossing mm-hmm. for Switch? And for some reason, like certain items took off and people just absolutely fucking loved them and had to have them. And one of those items was the froggy chair. Well, um the Power World developers added the froggy chair as free DLC. <laughs> Great. <laughs> So now you can 
unlock and build a very similar chair in pal world yeah i see that um that's crazy so yeah um i dude i don't even know what <laughs> i don't even know what to say like it's... they are definitely they are definitely poking the bear on that one the the, the 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 legs are in the similar fashion where they're kind of bowed out just like the one in in animal crossing um yeah that is super super similar but i guess I it's different guess it's different enough dude i'm here for it i'm so here for it i love nintendo you know i love nintendo i i've never made a secret of that this is fucking hilarious yeah they're they're I tell you what, they're 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 playing on this fine tightrope, and somehow they've managed to um, not get completely banned, you know, or or kicked off, or or their stuff content kicked off these, you know, Steam or whatever. It's great, you know. Oh, I I fucking love it so much. Like I don't have yeah. words. I am curious though. Speaking of modding, and we kind of go back to the Fortnite conversation though. Have you come across anything that's in that vein where it's like, okay, wait a minute? Uh, and I know that sometimes modders mm, either going to do it anyway, and then it gets banned, or you know, to that. Obviously, I don't know. Pal World doesn't have that Fortnite reach yet, so right. Yeah, no. I mean, I haven't seen anything. I I still don't have the game. Um, I still, dude, I can't sink money on it. I really can't. Even as great as it looks, it's just something screams out to me, dude. Do not spend money on this game because it is not gonna fucking be around. Plus, yeah, I, like I, I definitely can't do it on Steam because neither of my devices will run it. I don't think, um, right? Because I don't have Boot Camp for my for my Mac, so that's likely not running it. Um, and my Windows PC is not, or my Windows laptop is not beefy enough to run it. Um. Yeah, this is saying um, an i5, uh, 16 gigs of RAM, um, and then a 2 gig uh, graphics card. So, I, you know what? Now that I think my Mac might actually be able to run that, it should, I would imagine it would. Um, no, graphic, oh, yeah, my graphics, my graphics card is a 4 gig graphics card. Yeah. I've got an i5, a 3.1 gigahertz six core i5. Okay, yeah, that's, that's better than that. Yeah, yeah. So hmm. you're you're higher than the system requirements. System requirements show 3.4 i5 four core, uh, 12 gigs of RAM is actually the minimum system requirement, not 16. Um, although 12 is kind of an odd number to have. Yeah. Usually it's usually it's you know eight or 16 is what you find. Um, and then yeah, two gig video card. They're saying just a GTX 770 um, is is good, is sufficient. And then really, it's not a it's it, it doesn't require a whole lot of space to even install. It's only 15 gig install. So, and I'd imagine that starts ramping up with um, you know mods and whatever else to download. But yeah. yeah, I've got an AMD Radeon Pro 5300 four gigabyte graphics card. I don't know if that's good. yeah. I'm looking at some of the other specs here. You would think it would be fine. I mean, have four gigs bigger than two, you would just assume make that assumption. Right. That would be fine. Um, but yeah, I mean, heck, you can always you can always throw it into the PC benchmark and <laughs> yeah. you know. And... I um 
I mean, I could get it for I could get a uh, Game Pass where I so inclined and get it on the Xbox. But actually, what I've been reading is that the Xbox version is not running well. Really? Yeah, something's wrong. There's some kind of frame rate issue or something with the and glitches with uh, the Xbox version of it. Hmm. So let's see gameplay. I'm curious myself on that one as to what you would think. Oh, yeah. You would think that, that that system would have no problem running it, or PS5 yeah. would have no problem running it. But yeah, architecture. Yeah, and it's. I think here's the other thing too. I believe it is considered very early access on the Xbox, and that is very likely why. So you're still well, yeah. kind of in beta mode almost. Plus, um, they're at this point they're doing. Um, you know, the Xbox is still. I. You know, Microsoft says it's not the case, but I don't buy that having the series, having every game have to be able to run on the Series S and the Series X doesn't hamper the games, the quality of the games for the Series X. Right. I don't buy that one bit. So. Yeah, I, I wonder, as time goes on here, let's say this game does get a foothold, I would imagine that some of these issues get start getting cleaned up. And, yeah. Um, you know, like I said, it's, it's very early access. Those games typically are basically your step ahead of your testers or your, your testing audience out of alpha. And now you're, you're basically thrown into the masses to test and find all your problems. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that's just, uh, I mean, look at, um, here's, here's a good example. Look, whenever Nintendo released uh, GoldenEye for the switch online stuff and a lot of their other 64 content was just not in good shape. The shading was off. The graphics were terrible. Compared to original 64 play, um, the colors were off. There was a lot of problems with it. The controls were not right, or they're very hard to, to manage. And then I think they've since fixed that. So, I um, mean, you're talking about games that were older, <laughs> you know, much yeah. much older, and they're yeah. and they're still having to work out some inks, kinks with the uh, you know new new architecture, whatever. Um, but uh, yeah, in the gaming sense, though, man, um, you you threw this at me and and. You know, uh, I I kind of probably saw it and just kind of dismissed it and really didn't think much of it. But Microsoft laid off a bunch of employees, and um, the the big hit though was something that we've kind of added, talked about here as a running theme is the physical games division, and um, it looks like they completely gutted it. Um, so yeah, we'd love to dive in on this, and it's not just Microsoft proper. We're talking Activision Blizzard and so forth. Yeah, yeah, it's Activision Blizzard rare. You know, every company that's under the Microsoft umbrella now. They're the the whether or not they're going to have physical games going forward is in serious question. And honestly, if we would have looked at if we'd have looked into our crystal ball, this is one we probably could have seen coming, especially considering this year they're going to launch the updated Series S and the updated Series X. And what is the big feature besides the extra two uh, or the extra gig of, or I'm sorry, extra terabyte of solid state storage on the ser the upgraded Series X? It's that they're taking the drive out, the hard yeah. drive. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it, look, we've, we've hemmed and hawed and talked about this stuff and, and different variations going all the way back to, you know, making fun of Call of Duty for, 
having you know whatever the data is on the disk, but then requiring another 150 gig download, which was obviously much more than the the uh, disk could handle. Um, the, really, yeah, you're right. We should have seen the writing on the wall on this. This is this was certainly a move that was going to be made, uh, and and it makes sense if you look at it in perspective of how other media has gone. Um, pretty much all of my music these days is through digital access. Um, movies and TV shows are the same way. And it's not to say that I still do not, I still own physical copies of things. Of course I do. But most of how I access things these days, music and TV shows, video games, whatever, is all just that format. Um, it's all digital. So now video games are kind of that same way. And we've already started to see that with um, more dumping more resources, more money into things like Switch Online, things like, you know, these, these like the, the, the PlayStation Plus service. And again, oh, I'm getting my three free games a month. Well, they're going to mail you a disc. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's that's a download. And yeah, I mean, it writing is on the wall here, I think, as sad as it is to say. And what I do, I do kind of like, in a way, how some some companies are kind of fighting back against it. Um, you know, Limited Run was one of them. Um, and they said that they're going to continue to, as long as it's feasible, they're going to continue to try to support physical games for the Xbox. But they also said that when they release games on Xbox, it costs them more money and they don't get the buy-in that they get on other systems. Mm, he said ps4 ps5 you get the buy-in switch you get the buy-in even when they release retro stuff like on carts right they get buy-in xbox xbox players don't buy in on those games and that sucks to hear and i mean it, it goes right along though with walmart destroying physical copies of starfield it goes right along with look and, and honestly Ever since the Xbox One generation, if you look at it, they've been trying to eliminate physical media. When the physical media, when, when the Xbox One launched, one of the biggest issues was, oh, your system has to stay online all the time. And your disc is basically going to lock itself to your system. So you can't go and trade it in. You can't lend it to a friend. You can lend it to them. They'll get a trial of the game and then they'll have to buy the whole game if they want to play it. Right. And then they started doing the whole that that generation was when they did their first download only system. So it was the Xbox One S and it was a digital only edition and it didn't have a drive on it. So you could see, you know, they've been trying to do this shit for years. And honestly, if a company was going to, they are the ones that have the better infrastructure for that with xbox live and it's been this way since the 360 well honestly since the since the original xbox they started building the xbox live infrastructure mm -hmm. and you know i if i think if you look back year after year after year the only thing that sony had on microsoft as far as from a from an online gaming aspect you know we won't get into the quality of the actual games and, and stuff like that but every year, the only thing that they had on them was that their their PlayStation, like playing against people online, was free. 
right? That was what I heard for years was, well, I could either get this game on Xbox and have to pay however much a month or however much a year to play with my friends, or I can get it on PlayStation, pay the same amount for the game, and be able to play with my friends for free. That's kind of a no-brainer. But I feel like it worked a hell of a lot better on Xbox Live, and Xbox Live wasn't constantly getting the um, getting hacked and stuff like that, which Sony has had a big problem with. And I'm sure Microsoft has had issues with it, and it just doesn't get announced as much. Um, but the data breaches that we've seen seem to come from micro or seem to come from Sony. Um, but at this point, you know, it's it's been their their end game to stop making hardware and just go on the software front. And now I think we're seeing that now. I think the Xbox Series X is going to be the last truly dedicated gaming console they make. Yeah, no. And um, we talked about that, actually. I think we, we kind of, uh, you know, had made that, uh, we had that conversation about Sony winning the console wars, if you will. Uh, now, here's the thing, too, and I wonder, and this is one of those things that I've, you know, you saw it with, uh, the NVIDIA Shield to a point, but then more so with Google Stadia, which has now since been um, deprecated and, and, you know, killed off, basically. Where they, Google, or excuse me, the Google Stadia, they, they, they attempt this cloud gaming, you know, architecture, infrastructure, whatever. It, it just didn't work, didn't take off, various reasons. However, I honestly think that's one of those things that's was probably way too advanced for the time even you know, as we if we think about how things could potent, you know, potentially be in the next five ten years, um, you know, we're already constantly connected, but then to really leverage that, because you're starting to see even devices like Chromebooks support Steam, and 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 being able to stream games that way, and you're you're just seeing these things that are really starting to hit, and I think that's really where it's going to go. Not so not only digital, but then the, the the cloud, if you will, you know, it's just, I think that's just the, the natural progression of what's going to happen. You know, much like you flick on Netflix and boom, ah, I want to watch this TV show. Boom. Same thing's going to happen. And it's just a matter of time as to who really gets that nailed correctly. Right. You know, which, and, and honestly, I feel like that's at the point where I bow out. I'm, um, you know, I get fixated on like a game anyway. Uh, at a time so yeah i i, I could certainly um I certainly i don't i could not see myself or envision right now paying for something like that yeah um you know, i like the having the playstation plus and switch online stuff i like that but if you really compare them yeah services can be pricey but nominally if you're looking at it per month not terrible um you know it's it is what it is Especially when you start comparing it to other services like a Netflix or whatever. Um, but I can't imagine that if you do a full-blown thing like a Stadia and you're trying to throw your big titles and all your classic content, all your, really, they think they're going to charge you 10 bucks a month? Right. Uh-uh. Right. Uh-uh. <laughs> and that's the thing with Game Pass. Game Pass is they've already started making it where like, oh, you can't do monthly anymore. You have to buy it in three-month increments. Mm. Or no, I'm sorry, you can't do yearly anymore. You can do monthly 
or you can do three month increments. You can't do yearly. Really? Yeah. And I don't know why, but I would assume because soon it's going to be a tier system where, all right, you've got, you know, they did away with Xbox Live Gold and Xbox Live Silver. Right. Now it's just, you can play online with your friends for free. And then if you want access to the other stuff, you've got to get, you know, you've got to get Game Pass. Because there's no such thing as Xbox Live anymore. It's just Game Pass. Right, right. Um, and there's different tiers, but there's also, I have a feeling that if you want to play the new games that come out right away on day one, you're going to have to pay for Game Pass Ultimate or something like that. And then if you want like to wait, you want to wait like three to six months, then you can get the next tier down and then the next tier down and so on and so forth. And I feel like what they're, here's, here's, and this is my, I don't want to say conspiracy, but my, like, what's the word I'm looking for here? Uh, my goofball theory, I guess. I think if not on Switch 2, the next Nintendo console will be a joint effort where Nintendo has Microsoft develop the hardware and uses Game Pass, and Nintendo develops the software and is the first party. And Microsoft acts as kind of like, kind of just like a partner that doesn't have anything to do with it. As far as like they have no input on what Nintendo does, but they're going to build the hardware. Right, right. I can see that. I, I think it's a, a certainly a, a, a fair assumption. Um, yeah, and they. I think they are. And honestly, you know, Sony, Microsoft aside, I think Nintendo is the wild card on that one. And I only say that because they're still the only obviously major one that's developing carts you know sony and microsoft you know microsoft i mean heck i mean and and, and sony and the all iterations you know outside of having like little memory cards and, and that sort of thing they're always disc based right. that's how they have been their entire nintendo has never been that way outside of the gamecube i guess and you know maybe a couple of little oddball things here and there for the most part they're whole run has been cart based you know so check this out the not the switch 2 the next nintendo console after the switch 2 memory has dropped or, or you know storage has dropped to the point those proprietary memory cards that so that uh xbox has been using for their systems this year mm-hmm those are cheap enough to use as cartridges. Mm. Nintendo uses those as high capacity cartridges. They bought the they bought the tech from Microsoft. Microsoft shows them how to use it. They improve it, and that's your next cartridge. Yeah, I can see it. I can see it. Um, the again, I, I think I go back to this conversation we've had over and over again. But uh, again, just kind of wondering if they're going to be in that same pattern where, okay, we have a game on there, but <laughs> the minute you plug it in, you're, you're going to have to download a bunch of stuff. You know? I, I don't know, man. Our, our game's going to get to be a terabyte plus? I don't know. 
that's where so that their top storage on those is two terabytes right right i mean it very well could i never would have thought a game would have been you know oh yeah we got this game that's gonna be in excess of a blu-ray yeah i would have never thought that yeah no, no no you're right and but i think i mean i think the lowest one they have is a is either a 256 or a 512 let me see so i mean possibly and, and i guess it depends on on how cheap they make them with what kind of storage because how cheap does that get um how are you still turning a profit on the on the software yeah it's 512 one terabyte two terabyte yeah um, so assuming it drops in price you know fast enough well you figure 10 years right yeah so 10 years from now is is that cheap enough that they can put mass produce and put cartridges on it likely Probably. yeah likely and especially with the way nintendo runs things i mean look with the, the original switch was you know and we've talked about this too it was antiquated hardware it was essentially an old android tablet is what it was as uh, what it was you know to me based off of especially with the specs yeah. i mean it was a top flight android tablet probably five years prior to you know the original the, initial release of the switch it was a tegra right yeah let's uh let's see switch specs um so you're talking about oh i'm just trying to pull the technical specs real quick oh come on now uh okay um let's see i'm uh, uh this is the oled bottle which doesn't really change a whole lot i guess um well heck I'm uh, trying to pull, and Nintendo's being kind of wonky. Okay, here we go. They probably, they probably realized, like, oh, we were talking about us. We got to shut it down. Yeah, it's a custom, <laughs> it's a custom Tegra processor. Um, it's an NVIDIA. Uh, came with, uh, comes with 32 gigs of original storage. Uh, Wi-Fi supported up to AC. Um, Bluetooth 4.1. It's just, you know, uh, battery life up to nine hours. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that might, well, that might be with the revision. Mm. Because remember, they, they did do... A oh, that's right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Uh, oh, no. You know what? I was looking at the OLED model. Uh, yeah, which is going to have all the yeah newer stuff in it anyway. But no, yeah. It's just it's just based off of like old hardware. And yeah, it makes a lot of sense. So like, yeah, you fast forward time. And yeah, they very well could use the cards that Microsoft is currently using to or so over something similar anyway um you know that i don't know it'd be interesting my 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 thing is too i wonder you think obviously the switch to i don't i think that's you know obviously heavily talked about rumored whatever we know that's coming um whatever they want to call it or whatever it's going to end up being called at the end of the day but beyond that though do you think they still follow the same format where it's still this uh, portable slash dockable slash whatever i don't see why not uh the only thing i could see that would really change it is if they do go with it maybe if they do go with a situation where microsoft creates the hardware and they create the software and the os and everything um maybe at that point they would have to change things up right. but i think until the technology comes comes around that kind of if we if we kind of take a look at the the ds and how that went you know with their portables they tend to stay 
fairly the same, you know, the DS, the DSi, the 3DS. So they had essentially three iterations of that. I mean, there were sub, well, the DS, well, all right. Well, though the DSi will say that was an iteration of the DS, right? right. So the DS went through the, the DS Fat, the DS Lite, and the DSi, which essentially, I guess, would be the, would, would equate to the Switch, the Switch Lite, which was the little guy that doesn't dock, and then the DSi could be the OLED. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's fair. It's a fair assumption. All right. So then we had with this now with the with the 3DS, we had the original 3DS, we had the 3DS XL, we had the 2DS, and we had multiple versions of that. So the the 2DS being the one that looked kind of like the wedge of an axe. Where it had both screens on the same thing, right? Um, then you had in Japan the well, you had the okay in the no, that one only came out in in Japan. The new 3ds, like small size, and then in the United States and Japan, you had the new 3ds, new Nintendo 3ds that was the XL, and then you had the new. 2ds xl which was the same thing but just only 2d no 3d support mm -hmm. and you had the new 2ds i now i could be wrong there, there may not have been a new 2ds in that might have been in japan only as well but where it wasn't the xl version so like you went through nintendo iterates and iterates and iterates until there is no more money left in that device and I think they got to the point where the they're they had done everything they could do with that hardware, even with a revision, and they could they did everything they could with those cartridge sizes, and so they had to go to something bigger as far as right, size. right. No, and it, I, I, you know, and I think the switch was like basically, you know, because you're also at that time they're they're they're, you know, you're coming off of in that same realm of the DS is growing. You had a huge popular success of the Wii for your 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 home console, and you know the the precursors of the Switch and being the Wii U, which was their 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 first attempt at trying to do just that. You know, a, a home device and a, and a portable device. It it just didn't catch. You know, it is what it is. Um, but the Switch did um, like hotcakes and. No, I thought the same thing. I thought, you know, they can't go, they can't back away from this now. They just married their best concepts together home console and portable device. And I don't see that going away either. I'm just curious what your thought was on it. So, yeah. And, and look, you know what? I feel like the, honestly, the Wii U was not a bad system. No, I just didn't catch. I mean, right. I think but, it, the only thing, well, I was going to say that I think that it'll probably end up having the same kind of, um audience not not audience fan base that the gamecube ended up getting where the gamecube when it came out was a distant third place mm -hmm. now i had one and loved it you know we had a ton of fun with the gamecube when it came out um but it didn't take off with with the the public and then all of a sudden everybody it's like a light went off and everybody realized holy shit the, the gamecube had an awesome library oh yeah oh yeah and so now you know there's gamecube games that are more expensive than the new systems that are out 
Yeah. Like you could buy an Xbox Series X and a PlayStation 5 for less than you can buy certain GameCube games. Yeah. And, the, uh, uh, you know, and the, the crazy thing is, too, it's like I still hear people talk about software for the GameCube. Like it's, you know, um, you know, Bink, who we've had on here several times, his all time favorite, like Mario Kart, is Double Dash. Oh, Double Dash is amazing. You know, and it's it's funny, though, to still hear people talk about things i'd never and here's the funny i've said it here too i've never had a gamecube but everyone around me did uh, but i was so hyper focused in the, the sony xbox yeah. world when i was gaming right so and, but i was very familiar with a lot of the a lot of the titles obviously you know but dude how much how much time do we spend i mean at your house playing smash brothers um down at the shore house playing uh warioware mm -hmm. um oh i know Right, and then like I'm trying to think what the other game. There was a couple other games. I don't know if you ever played Mario Superstar Baseball for the for the GameCube. Oh my god, it was it's one of the most fun baseball games that I've ever played in my entire life. I thought I did at some point. Um, but there, there was a couple of other ones we 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 dove into like a lot, and I just you know, uh, of course you're you're also back toward the Time Splitters era too. And I remember yes. Mario Mario Party uh, Four, I think, was on that one. Yep. Um, just trying to think off the top of my head. Um, no, I just remembered like a lot of those games. We, we, we hours there. I want to say we did some stuff with tennis too, maybe. Um, was, was there the, a tennis was game the there on the GameCube? Or, I mean, on uh, Dreamcast. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. It was the Dreamcast one. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I knew there was a tennis game. I just couldn't remember if it was the Mario one or not. Yeah. Um, um virtual tennis on the GameCube. Uh, Mario, Mario Golf Toadstool Tour. I don't that remember, one that remember was playing on? that one. I want to say that was the one that was on GameCube. And that one was fucking fantastic. Let's see real quick. Mario Golf Toadstool Tour. Or maybe I'm thinking that might be the, the 3DS one. No, that was that was GameCube. Was yeah. it? Okay. Yeah. yeah. At least that according one. to according to the interwebs here. Um, but yeah, no, and you're talking again, it's funny, you know, we, we the highly regarded titles, these things are all 20 years or plus, you know, older now. And right. Um, I did want to kind of circle back, though, real quick to the uh, conversation that we kind of went on about Microsoft uh, cutting and gutting their uh, physical games division. Um, I made a comment about it not just being Microsoft proper. It was, like you said, everyone under that umbrella. Um, and one of the things that happened during that was uh, Activision Blizzard was also developing um, a survival game which got canceled and along the layoffs and this whole mess mike ibarra the blizzard president also decided to leave hmm. so um yeah it looks like they lost in their gaming division it was a roughly equated to eight percent of their workforce um which is doesn't sound like a lot but it's close to two thousand people yeah and a company so, that big eight percent is huge yeah and and look um outside the gaming world uh, you see companies like UPS have made a major announcement. That's 12,000 people. Now, granted, a lot smaller than 8%. They, they employ a lot more people than that. But still, so you're going to start to see this. You do start to see contractions at times. Right. The thing with gaming is that it's, it's kind of a twofold thing, too. And we're going to have to have another conversation another time about this side of it. Physical media side, some of these people are going to be replaced by AI. Mm -hmm. And we have an AI episode that we've had notes for for a long time. 
um, kind of sitting in the can. We've talked about AI before, but that's what's going to happen. You're going to have scripts of video games that are written by AI. We're going to have imagery that's generated by AI that we talked about to start this show. You're going to have different things that are going to take the job of a human being. That's just the way it's going to be. Right. However, there has to be some kind of <laughs> guideline there. <laughs> Or you end up with stuff like Fortnite, right? And what's going on there? So I don't know. It's 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 just it's crazy. It sucks. And uh, you know, whenever you start losing people like that, and the, the ones you're losing are likely the ones that were there for quite some time. Um, you know, so the ones that ones that are fresh are cheaper to pay. That's right. So yeah, it's not like other industries where they'll they'll keep on the people who know what's going on or. You know, government jobs, you you're it works the reverse way. You know, you let go of the people who just came in and you're loyal to the people that are still there unless they do like an early retirement, which they can offer you that, too. But at that point, that's also, hey, man, do you want early retirement? Well, who the hell is going to say no? Yeah. Yeah. I, um, but no, it's, uh, it's crazy. So yeah, we'll have to, we'll have to dive into that. That's uh, a little foreshadowing. We, we have a, certainly another deeper AI conversation to be had, um, not just regarding video games. Um, but was there any other, uh, before we wrap up here, was there any other, uh, video gaming things that, you know, kind of struck you as, oh man, this company's doing this or. Yeah. 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 So, uh, two, two quick things. One of them game related, one of them not. Uh, game related, it was it was been brought up that the shipbuilding mechanic from Starfield may be making its way to the next Elder Scrolls game, as in either a high fantasy concept where like you have some kind of magical ship that is, you know, you're traveling on, which would be way I feel like that would be way out of left field for the Elder Scrolls games. More likely is something of a they do like a seafaring mission or some seafaring DLC or something like that, or base the game around you're a pirate and you're going out onto the seas and you sail from port to port. And every time, no, I'm not going to sing that song. Cause that's a line, but no, um, Richie's not here. I don't want you to have to edit anything out. <laughs> Well, um, so, you know, on that note, real quick though, and I know you're familiar with it, but the uh, the latest Zelda game has a very simplistic uh, building interface where you can build your little cars and your little flying devices and and all these little things. And to me, it's like a super super neat feature. Um, and so I have not played Starfield, but I've heard great things about the shipbuilding mechanics. Um, and I've seen some really cool things uh, just screen. So I can only imagine bringing that to the Elder Scrolls realm what that could be like. Yeah, I think it'd be really cool. I, I'm surprised they didn't put it into uh, Sea of Thieves, but that would be. But I would, I would love to see that in the new Elder Scrolls. So that aside, uh, we we talked a lot about physical media. Do you know what I've been doing lately? Mm, collecting records, not records, CDs and Blu-rays, DVDs. I um, I just bought uh, the Motion City soundtrack, their first album on cd uh so i can copy it because here's the other thing when you buy music online right if you're going to pay the same price for physical or you're going to pay the same price for digital why not just physical yeah yeah it's a good point copy it. so that's what i've been doing a lot is i've been getting like 
I just had this wild hair up my ass. I'm like, oh, I want to listen to Motion City soundtrack a lot lately. So I'm going and buying their actual CDs, their actual albums, so I can hold it in my hand. And you know, if I want to use it as as a frisbee later, I can use it as a frisbee later. <laughs> I have a physical copy, and I've grabbed a Transformers Armada the entire season or the entire series for Peyton and I because we've been doing a lot of Transformers stuff lately. So got that, and then uh, eventually I'll grab the Transformers Armada game for PS2 on physical edition because it's not digital because that was back before these companies lost their minds and decided that we weren't going to own anything anymore. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. And that's the other thing too is the values are not going to decrease. There's, right. there's going to, and you see that a lot with, and I, you know, it's another side of the market, another conversation for another day, something we have talked about, uh, sports cards and comic books and whatever, you know, it, it's going to turn out not all the all, not all the way. You're going to have your 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 junk wax, your 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 junk CDs. You're going to have always have that. You're never going to really be worth anything. But if you can weasel your way into having and holding on to something, you know, there's been a couple things. I, I had a couple things over the years, and I I ended up turning back over and selling because I was able to make a few dollars on them, and I probably just should have held on to them because now they're probably worth a lot more than what I you know the money that I made on them. Um, you're going to find stuff like that, and uh, it's it's going to start hitting that because they're going to stop making them, basically. Yeah, no, absolutely. And and to close this out with that, I'm gonna I'm gonna put myself on blast again. Let's see, let's see what Cubivore is up to. <laughs> Cubivore for GameCube. <sighs> do I even want to do this to myself? <laughs> Three hundred dollars disc only. Isn't that crazy? You know how much I paid for it? You gave like twenty bucks, didn't you? Seventy-five. So okay, that's right, that's right. And no, the 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 um, twenty dollar one was Doke Upon Kingdom for the Wii. That's right, that's right. Let's see. Wii. Doke Upon Kingdom Wii. Okay. That's that's going down. All right. I'm not as upset anymore. That's that's uh, sixty bucks, fifty nine dollars. Okay, that's not terrible. Yeah. So all right. Yeah. That oh. redeems me. There you go. Well, 